Hey everyone, before today's episode, I just want to say thank you for your continued support of the podcast, and if you haven't already, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts when you get a chance. It really helps us out. Also, be sure to check out musicmoviespod.com and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for all updates. Thanks again. Welcome back, music movie fans, to the Music Movies Podcast. I am your host, Ben Young, and tonight we're talking about a Disney animated classic. It's called The Lion King. And, of course, we've got my special guest. I'm glad we have him back. It's Drew Keen. How are you doing tonight? Ben, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. You know, 1994 classic. When I was a kid, this was probably one of my favorite movies. Um, it's, so I'm excited. I'm to excited, too. Um, it's the musical of the month. I, oh, I, shit. I forgot. It, it is, is the, the musical, musical of the, the month. month. I love the movie, too. It's probably... They break into song. Yeah, they do. They break into song. It's... um. Probably a top five animated Disney movie for me, I would say. Am I putting it above a Goofy movie? I don't know, Keen. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say something crazy right there. <laughs> Was that not crazy enough? I, I, I thought you were probably going to tell the Goofy to go fuck itself over Oh, oh. Well... I mean, Lion it's King's up there. It's back to go kick rocks. <laughs> it's definitely up there. Um, it's a really good movie. I still think it holds up to this day. Um, we were texting a little bit, and you said it's a little bit different seeing it as an adult, but I still think it's a solid hour and a half movie. It was good. I mean, like, I just, with, uh, you know, seeing it, at my age now, it's when you were you know, six or seven when you first saw it, I wasn't as drawn to it. Okay. Um, because you know, I've also seen this movie about 10,000 times. Uh, mm. So like, I, I caught myself like checking my phone. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. I, I got to watch this thing. Gotcha. But I got my fair share of things to say about this one, Ben, so buckle up. All right. Sounds good. Let's start it off with the Did You Know. This movie, it was a huge hit when it came out in 1994. It only cost $45 million, which is super cheap in terms of movie budgets. You know how much how much money it made? I'm going to go ahead and say all of the money. Yeah, it did. $968. Point five million dollars at the box office. God damn, that's a big, that's a big boy profit right there yeah, off a forty-five some... million dollar budget. So that that cheddar game, yeah. So this film it held the record for the highest-grossing animated film of all time until it was surpassed by Toy Story three in two thousand ten. And ah, so, <laughs> so for that, some people's whole life. 
Lion King for, was number one. It was number one for a long time. Uh, however, it says uh, the film still remains the highest grossing 2D animated film of all time. So no 2D On movie. That note, okay. by the way. What you got? Uh, it is the highest grossing hand-drawn animated movie of all time. Isn't that sort of what I just said? You didn't say hand-drawn, That bro. is you true. You said 2D. <laughs> There's a that difference. That is true. That is true. That is true. No, I'm going to give you that. I'm going to give you that. One it's nothing. crazy. All right. One <laughs> um, It is pretty crazy that... Well, yeah, it's pretty crazy that a movie in 2D hasn't come out to surpass it, but maybe that just goes to show how great The Lion King is, especially or during that time. It shows how whack 2D is nowadays. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like, although a, although I a, haven't really seen a 3D movie in a little while, I mean... Nobody's really going out to the movie theaters recently anyway, but... Well, you know, the whole thing is you can't, so... Yeah. Sucks. <laughs> anyway, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 93 critic score, 93 audience score. Even Stevens. Even Stevens. Um, so one thing that I, I read that was interesting to me, Sean Connery... He was originally considered to be the voice of Mufasa. And Did what, they realized that guy barely speaks fucking English, so they went with James Earl Jones? <laughs> he speaks English. He just has an accent. But uh, I think they made the right choice. It would have been weird to have Sean Connery in that role. Like, I tried picturing it in my head. Sean Connery being Mufasa... I and it was weird. I can't picture it being anybody else other than James Earl Jones. And guess what? It hasn't been, because he was also the voice in the remake, too. Hey, hey man, <laughs> keep getting that cheddar, baby. Yeah, keep getting that cheddar. Um, do you want to switch on and off for the Did You Know? You got something? Uh, yeah, I got one. Um, obviously, uh, Circle of Life is the first song in the movie. Mm -hmm. That was not the original beginning of the movie. Did you know that? I don't think I did. No. It was, was supposed to be a spoken dialect. And then once the directors heard that song, they were like, oh, shit, we got the intro. Yeah, that, I mean, Circle of Life, that's an all-timer. It's probably one song. of the worst songs in the movie. What? In comparison to the other songs in the movie. Holy you think, shit. You think, Circle Life, you think Circle of Life is better than the Hot absolute bang that is I Just Can't Wait to Be King? We're going to talk about it. Yeah, we are going to talk, talk about, about, about it. it. Let's not talk about it now. We'll talk about it later. Ben, did wow. You know, did you know? Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm coming in strong. That was strong. I was not expecting. I'm blown away with that take. I told you. I told you I was coming in high. All right. All right. I got one for you. Let's go. <clears throat> so, originally, Can You Feel the Love Tonight was sung entirely by Timon and Pumbaa. And Elton John fucking hated this idea and told uh, the director, he's like, yeah, that song is supposed to be uh, 
song normal by like somebody that can sing it's supposed to be a special moment so you guys need to fix that and they were like all right elton we're gonna go fix that and i think they made the right call what do you think uh yeah it'd be a (laughs) fucking train wreck if it was sang by timon and pumbaa they start and end the song i think but that would have been ridiculous if they sang the nathan lane sing like the entire song it would have been so stupid. And like uh Simba and who's his girlfriend? Nala? Yeah. Nala. Come on, yeah, man. they're I'm like a Disney fan here. <laughs> they're like prancing around and you got Timon and Pumbaa singing the whole fucking song. Dude, that would have been what awful. A trash can scene that would have been. If yeah, that, that would face. not have worked. That wouldn't Dude, have worked. Imagine if they stuck to their guns on that. <laughs> Sorry, Elton. Sorry, Elton. <laughs> You're a fucking it. You don't write your own songs. We'll get to that later. We're uh, uh We're gonna have uh Timon and Pumba sing it. Sorry. Like the guy the both the, the two directors both have like name tags say directly, like, hey man, you see that? I make decisions around here, all right? <laughs> yeah, that would have been bad. Alright, you got another one? Um I have that it was originally going to feature Cheech and Chong as the hyenas. <laughs> What? And they, uh, they obviously chose otherwise. Um, I couldn't even say it with a straight face. I was like cheesing when I was saying that. Just the thought of it. Were they going to be smoking in the movie too? I mean, there is some controversial shit that happens in this movie, so I wouldn't be. Surprised. I wouldn't have been surprised. I wouldn't have been surprised. Just, just two hyenas with bandanas on, big old fucking, just smoking <laughs> doinks. That would have been interesting. Uh, to be however old I was at the time in the movie theater, and then Hyena's coming out. 1994? I think you were like 77. Yeah, probably around 77. Sounds, yeah, that sounds about right. about right. I was four. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> um, so one of the more interesting things that I found out, you and I texted about this, um, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Taylor Thomas. He's, yeah, he's Simba, but the singing voice is this guy named Jason Weaver, and he was also, so here are some of his credits. He was in Smart Guy. Classic. He played Michael Jackson in one of the better music movies made for TV. It's called The Jacksons, An American Dream. And, uh, yeah, the guy can fucking sing. So here's what and happened. He could technically act at the same and, time. Yeah, and he could technically fucking act. Exactly, and this goes back to my point in the Goofy movie episode where I was saying, like, well, why don't they just get a guy that could sing and act? Well, here's the story. So, Elton John, he's on the set of this Jackson's um, TV movie, right? And he sees Jason Weaver there. I guess he was singing during this time, and Elton John, he's like... Hey, he talks to his parents and is like, hey, we'd like him to try out for really? the line. Yeah. Elton John hooked him up. So then he goes Dude, over. Sing- yeah. He goes, sings the song and he gets the gig, basically. And but not for the actual acting in the movie. So he talks about this in a YouTube video that there was already a deal in place for Jonathan Taylor Thomas. And he has no ill will towards Disney 
for when it comes to um, him not being able to do the acting part because there was already some deal in place for JTT to do it. He was just thankful that he got to sing in the movie. And the other interesting thing in that video yeah, is he's where... He's taking it straight to the fucking bank. Yeah, yeah. I sent you the video. They, you know, he was offered $2 million to sing the song, and his mom was smart enough to say, uh, let's, let's work out this deal. And so they work it out to where he gets $100,000 plus royalties. And I don't know what the royalty number is, but let's just say... We're talking about the fucking Lion King, you know, however right. many years yeah. later. Looking and how many million dollars? <laughs> yeah, he's probably like he's got a shit ton of money now. Probably it was probably it was a really smart deal on his and his he's mother's got that, like, end. Fucking Bobby Bonilla money on that one. <laughs> yeah, it just keeps coming in. <laughs> keeps, keeps coming, coming in. in. I'm sure he got money on this the the remake too. Oh, he probably did. If it, if they're singing the song again, Damn. it's like, yeah. I mean, Bobby Bonilla. <laughs> um, and this one isn't as interesting, but Joseph Stanley Williams, he's the older singing voice of uh, Simba. Simba. Yeah, and uh, I guess he was the lead singer of Toto for a couple years. Yeah, that's not cool either. <laughs> <laughs> they got a couple good songs. I'm going to stand Af by it. Africa's not it. I like Africa. Well, we'll talk about this later then. <laughs> All right. You uh, got any more did you knows have, or no? I have one more did you know. It's I think it, it might be common knowledge, but it took over two years to film the stampede scene. Oh, shit. I, I don't know that I did know that. I was going to ask you. I don't know that you, I did know that. Did you know? No. Like, no. Like, do you know when this movie was originally concepted? Did you find that in any research? Because mm, if it guessing... came out in 1994, it took two years. That's 1992. So it had it been like what 1990, 1989? Yeah, something like that, right? T Swift, 1989. <sighs> Great album. Is it? <sighs> Come on, dude. That's a good fucking album. I got my I got my issues with T Swift, but. We'll save it for another day. You'll lose that argument. I'll tell you that right now. Um, but all right, let's start. Let's dive in. Let's Young, first scene. Let's of the movie. go to the scene breakdown. Let's do Third it. Third best song in the movie starts it off. Let's go. Third best song. Oh my god, you're smoking crack. Anyway, the opening scene. I feel like this is a super powerful scene. And guess what? I think Circle of Life is the best song in the movie. Is it my favorite song? No, it's not my favorite. But it's the it Bohemian the Rhapsody song. Song, not the, not the fucking movie compared. No. Bohemian Rhapsody, the song, to Killer Queen or one of my other favorites of Queen. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, I'm just trying to say you're wrong. Okay. Well, we'll get to your pick later. But this scene, it's really powerful. Um, but my problem with this scene is that uh -oh. social media, I feel like, has beaten this scene to death. And what I mean by that is that like, people 
love to tweet or post videos of them holding up their kid going, it's like, okay. And then are like, uh, at spring break, there's somebody that's chanting the thing and everybody's waking up and it's like, we get it. You've seen the Lion King. I got it. Got it. We got it. I don't, we don't need it anymore. So Although you we're didn't ta- do that with your newborn? You didn't hold him up into the sun? No. But with my second child, we did theme his room to the Lion King. So I guess I'm a hypocrite. So yeah, just as guilty, <laughs> huh? Okay. All right, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Um, I fucking knew you did that too. That's why I asked. <laughs> uh, we, we meet Scar, Mufasa's brother. Um... This guy, is he the most villainous, the most, uh, the baddest villain there is in Disney animated movies, would you say? Um, I would say yes, maybe because he's a murderer. I don't know. Not only is he a murderer, he, he straight up murdered his brother. I mean, yeah. that's pretty, I mean, it's pretty cold. It's pretty cold. It's regular murder, but yeah. True. Also, this movie is filled with murder. It is. There's a lot of murder. <laughs> they even use the word murder in the film a bunch of times. Yeah. I'm thinking of one time right in my head. I got at least three or four in mind. <laughs> um, yeah. He might be, I mean, on paper, I think he might be the meanest or most villainous. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, most villainous <laughs> villain. Yeah. He is. Yeah. I, I mean, mean I, yeah, I would, I would agree with you. I would put Ursula up there. From I was going to say her. She's up there too. But did she kill anybody? She just takes some souls. Just takes some souls, man. Like the Undertaker, man. Digging holes and taking souls, baby. Uh, Yeah, he's up there for the baddest, most villainous. Um, I think Hades might be my favorite, though, from Hercules. Over Oogie Boogie? Oh, God, I mean, I Oogie Boogie is ben good Young's too, right but Hades, I think, is just he's he's funnier. He's I don't know. Funny. And then, uh, but yeah, Scar, he's a badass mofo. Mufasa's pissed at him because he didn't show up to the to the thing. Birth of Simba, yeah, yeah. He's like, hey, where the fuck were you? <laughs> and yeah, Scar's you're like, my brother, you're my brother. Where are nephew. you? And Scar's like. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't feel like it because uh, I want to be king and I'm getting yeah. looked over, basically. I had a question about Scar. Another question about Scar. Where do you think he got that Scar from? Because I have a theory. Probably, dude, probably talking shit got hit, you know? Yeah. By who, though? I don't know. Mufasa's dad? <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe their maybe. father. Maybe. Or maybe it was Mufasa. That's who I was going to say, Mufasa. Because in the scene, he goes, you know, Mufasa's talking about like how he's like the big tough guy. Or maybe Scar was saying that. But Scar then says, like, oh, I was the one that was blessed with the brains. I think to a point, maybe he was. But I don't know. Things I didn't mean, work no, out for no him. There's evidence of like Mufasa being a terrible leader. Like no, there's all like there's all the proof, <laughs> all of, the proof Scar of him being, being a the fucking piece of shit in the movie. Piece of shit, number <laughs> yeah. one, number two, awful leader. Yeah, fucking awful, scumbag, awful king. Um, 
But yeah, I think Mufasa gave him that scar and maybe back in the day was kind of a dick to scar a little bit and was yeah, like maybe he ah, a scar. Yeah. Yeah, that's true too. Maybe he was out of line, had to fucking lay it down. Maybe. Maybe. So Mufasa's pissed at him and then they, you know, they sort of go on their their way. And um <clears throat> then we get to a scene where Mufasa is giving Simba a speech. This is a pretty famous speech about how, you know, this kingdom of is ours. Everything the light touches. Except for over there. That place except for that, right over there. Right over there. That place that you're gonna run to in the next scene. I guess the don't go over there. Fucking hates that area. The what hates that area? The sun, because the sun touches and touches. Oh, oh, gotcha. It, everything yeah. in the entire scene is bright, and then there's a bright as shit, and then there's this, right yeah, except there. for right over there where the hyenas live and Scar likes to hang out. For, I don't know why Scar is hanging out with the hyenas, but I guess oh, because they're, they're both pieces of shit. That's why. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. And because he can mobilize them all to defeat. Uh, did they even really defeat anybody? Yeah, I don't know. Um, real close. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So after that little speech that uh, Mufasa gives Simba about where the sun touches everything is theirs, uh, is their kingdom, uh, comes the first talk of murder in the movie. So who is talking about the murder here? Oh, no, no, no. Not about a murder, just about murdering. Because uh, they talk about eating <laughs> antelope. <laughs> oh. And then Simba goes like, don't we eat them? Like, don't we kill those motherfuckers? And he's like, yeah, we do. But, you know, they respect it. Like, no, they don't. <laughs> they don't want to die. No. Oh, I do know what you're talking about now. They And that's where he's explaining that it's the circle of life, though, Keen. The best song right, in the movie. Then, then they go, it's the third best song in the movie, right? <laughs> they, say, they say that in the movie. They say, we murder these motherfuckers, and it's because the third best song in the movie says so. Listen, man, if Mufasa's talking to me, I'm listening. He sounds like he knows what he's talking about. Yo, if he's telling me he should have murdered somebody <laughs> off of a song, I'm in. <laughs> um, He's got a powerful presence, man. He doesn't seem like a dad that like I necessarily want to hang out with, but he's a dad uh -huh. that's like... I'm not that fucking around. Hands on is what you're saying. He's what? Say that again. He's not super. Not a super hands-on dad. I think he's a hands-on dad. He just. Yeah, we'll get to that. I'm, okay. Okay. I mean, maybe he's just busy running the kingdom that all the sun signs on, except for one little area where we're going to next. Yeah. Exactly. So then Scar is talking to Simba. And he's talking about, like, the gray area where the elephant graveyard is and saying, like, hey, you're a little bitch, basically, if you mm -hmm. don't go over there. And and Simba's like, well, wait a minute. I'm brave. I can go over there. Um, one line that, or, or a couple lines that I thought were interesting in this scene is uh, Simba goes, You're so weird. You have no idea. That? Love it. I love the, the when Dizzy sneaks in something just you like have, that. Yeah. It, it was like, oh, that is weird. That. Dude, in 1996, remember when I saw this? He didn't catch that. Hell no. No. As a kid, you're like, oh, whatever. But now it's like. Well, he is yeah. weird. 
He is weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You are weird because you're a fucking snake in the grass. (laughs) Dude, he is a snake in the grass weasel, basically. 100%. Yeah. Also, can we address that the elephant graveyard sounds metal as fuck and I would definitely go? I have written down that I would totally puss out of going (laughs) to the elephant graveyard. Well, we need, like, in the next scene where uh, uh, Simba goes up to Nala. Just becomes a terrible influence. Yes. Just fucking. I think I could influence you to go into your elephant graveyard. I'd be like, yo, Ben, let's go. Don't be a pussy. Yeah. Maybe maybe a few drinks in, I'd be like, all right, let's go. We're going to the elephant graveyard. I'll drive. I don't know. Let's go. I don't know what we're doing at the elephant graveyard. Honestly, I don't know what these two little lions are going to the elephant graveyard for. I guess maybe it's just like going to a regular graveyard if you're a human. To, as like a, as like a teenager or something, it's like, oh, uh, we should check yeah. out this ga- graveyard. You know what I mean? Maybe that's what they're I going mean, for. I, I like graveyards. I've been in a, in a bunch. I like to go walk around in them. So, oh, it's not, okay, it's not weird to me. Yeah, you're so weird. I guess, I guess you it's have weird no if idea. I say it like that. <laughs> yeah, it is a little fucking weird, but okay. So they start going there though, and <laughs> and uh, this is where. We hit my favorite song of the movie. It's called I Just Can't Wait to Be King. What do you think it's about also, this song? Oh, what do I think? I think it's the best song in the movie. Okay. Is, and it, so is it your favorite too? It's not my favorite, but I think it's the best. It's okay. a banger, dude. Come on. Like, you could sing along with this shit. No one sings along except for the Oswenya part. No one sings along the Circle of Life. No. Not at all. No, I agree. I agree with you, one hundred percent. It's such. On, it's I a really good. Can wait to be super catchy. It's a really good song. Yeah. It fits the mood, and uh, yeah, it it fits everything for this scene in the movie. Yeah, I'll turn Absolute it on. It's on banger. my Disney mix. I mean, when it comes to Disney songs, it's on there. It's awesome. Yeah, it slaps. It. Yeah, sure. That's what the young kids say these days, right? I'm 140, so... Um, anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. Pick it up for me. Where are we at? So, I have uh, Just Can't Wait to the King being an absolute banger, and then I have in the song uh, Zazu, played by Mr. Bean. Oh, uh, yeah. He's unkillable in this movie. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck is up with that? I'm pretty sure he gets he- eaten. He gets smashed by the rhino at the end of the song. He's a bird. Like, he gets tossed around this entire movie, not a scratch on the guy. Yeah. It's surprising. It's surprising, but Zazu makes it out somehow. So, after that, that's where the uh, Nala and Simba are all up in the uh, elephant graveyard. The hyenas come in, and uh, all hell breaks loose, pretty much. Yeah. Shit goes down, you know... Simba's trying to be a badass. He gives off the weakest ass roar I've ever yeah, heard. Keep in mind, he is still a baby back bitch at this point. He's still, Scar called yeah, him out. Scar, you know, Scar set him up because he wants him dead because he's an asshole uncle and yeah. uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> sent him over there to the hyenas. But uh, 
He does get one good claw in there, one good slap he to the face. A good little, he gets a, a no respect bitch slap right yeah, to the high end, yeah. straight up, open, open handed, no respect. Yeah, just. But like a good father does, Mufasa comes in to save the day and kicks everyone's ass and yep. gets them all to shut up and says, "You know, don't come around my son anymore." And stay, stay in your fucking place, basically. Yeah, stay in your lane. No, your role and shut your mouth, like the yeah. Rock would say. Yeah. Um, one to ten, how mad do you think Mufasa was? Because I mean, oh, he probably would have murdered some people. So I'm saying pretty close to a ten. Well, when he turned to the screen and said, "I would murder all these hyenas right now," except this is a children's movie, so I'm not. I'd say he was. <laughs> He's probably at a 10. Yeah, because there's a bunch of murder in this movie, so it's... I wouldn't... Yeah. I mean, it's... Like, if you were, as a parent, watching this, like, like, like look at your kid, like, yo, dude, are you getting the big picture here? <laughs> this is a murder plot movie. And the murder plot is about to be said directly after this scene. Yeah, that is true. I think another point to make as a parent is like, hey, how about next time you listen you to your parents? Listen. Yeah. You listen to your parents. That's the you moral. Stand, you know your role. And shut you know your, your mouth. you know your role too, and yeah. that's where you know Mufasa takes him to teach him a lesson and tells him like, "Hey, man, I was scared. I may be king, but I also get scared, especially in these situations where I have to save my little bitch son." From a situation, if like Mufasa hit him with the "Hey man, I I took I put you in this world. I'll take you out." It's like a situation that you shouldn't even be in right now. Yeah, you little bitch ass put yourself in that situation. I shouldn't have saved you. I should die. It wouldn't have been on me. The thing is, Mufasa, he's a good dad. He's a great dad. Good guy. And he's Good going, guy. he's going to save his son, you know, and he takes him out there and he says, you know, uh, when you look up to the stars, the great kings of the past always look down on us. And I love this scene. Um, I, the thing that kind of bums me out, like, they're doing this on purpose, but when watching this movie, there's so many somber parts. And a lot of those somber parts, I feel, comes from the interactions between Mufasa and Simba. There's not a lot of, uh, other than the one scene where they're like screwing around with Zazu, there's not a lot of scenes between Simba and Mufasa where it's like a jolly good time. If you listen to the music when they're looking up at the stars, it's always like this, oh, like something bad is about to happen on the horizon, which yeah, like is his fucking dad dying. <laughs> yeah, and that's exactly <laughs> it's exactly what's gonna fucking happen. Even after he dies, though, you know, they still always play that somber music, and it's just like, ugh, it like. Hits me in the gut, man. Just watching, it's like, uh, why? It's just so. It's so sad. But all right. So after the murder plot, though, yes. that scarred us. He busts out into the second best song in the movie. Wow. Okay. 
Be I'll prepared. Ac- I'll accept it. Although this song is extremely controversial because I'm not sure if you noticed, but the hyenas are doing a Nazi march. So I did notice that, and it was something yeah, that why, I was going to. Because you have fucking common sense. That's why you noticed it. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed, yeah, when I was watching, I was like, Jesus Christ, he's, like, setting up a whole, like, fucking militia, like, Nazi thing going on here. Um, it was, it was creepy, man. I wanted to ask, where the fuck did all those hyenas even come from? Out There's, like, nowhere. a There's thousand of them. hundred thousand <laughs> hyenas. There was three at the beginning of the movie, and then there were a couple more, and now there's a zillion. Yeah, and, uh... It's a crazy scene. Be prepared. I appreciate the song. I I respect the song. I uh, I don't know. It might be like it's. I mean, I'm not putting it in my top two. Dude, be prepared is top two. Uh, it's good. It's Imagine good. How it's many words that, rhyme with the word. One prepared. of the best villain songs for sure. Yeah, well, duh. even though poor unfortunate Oogie Boogie, poor unfortunate souls, I'd put up there maybe above. Be prepared. Be prepared is really good. It's a it's an eerie scene. One of the lines is the whole Nazi death marches. It's just showing how bad he is, man. He's I mean, like, I get it. There's other ways to do it though. I especially in 1994. I guess uh, he says in this scene though he goes no fool we're gonna kill him and simba too yeah that that's some cutthroat shit man it's in a fucking disney a movie it's a promise yeah also be prepared not in the remake really i didn't know that did you watch yeah, the remake or no did you just... i just know it i just know because i read it and my friend who was a huge disney fan yeah said she did not like the new one because be prepared was not in the movie well know why pog is a fucking nazi march in the movie in the song that's why maybe 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 what other reason would there be <laughs> i guess um i guess in the context of the movie though it's just showing how bad he is like Right. I'm not down with but. I'm not down with Nazis at all. <laughs> Fuck Nazis, man. But Scar, he's a badass motherfucker, and he gets his. He gets his. We're getting to that. He gets his. He gets his. Um, all right, so second, we're gonna go. We're gonna go over movie. that remake too at some point. By the way. Um. So, yeah. Next scene. Scar basically sets up Simba. Mm-hmm. Um. Hundred percent. And he says. I forget what he tells him. What does he tell him to get him to get him down there anyway? Do you remember? I don't remember. No, yeah, I know they, were, I, they were they were they were talking by the tree thing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the uh, scar gets on top of the mountain there, and that's the sign that all hell breaks loose for the second time in the movie. Yes. Um. Yes. You know, poor Simba. He keeps trusting his shitty uncle to Maybe go do these things. Know better at this point, though. <sighs> Maybe maybe he's already 0 for one <laughs> yeah you think he'd turn around to scar and be like hey remember when you told me to go over to hey, the remember when you fucked me last week <laughs> now this week you're telling me to fucking stay here well the funny thing is like scar does kind of talk to him about that he goes yeah everybody 
everybody in the kingdom knows what you did. And they're like, and he, and Simba's like, oh, they do? He's like, yep. Simba should have been smart enough to be like, yeah, you fucking asshole. You're the one that yeah, sent me out you there. You fucked me. Yeah. 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 But he's not because he's a little nope. kid and, you know, it is what it is. But somehow Scar gets him down there on that tree. And uh, this is where the stampede begins. The stampede that you said took two years to film, apparently, or yeah. like set up. That's crazy. Um, the one shot that I really liked during this was when uh, Simba was on the tree and they show his reaction for when the stampede is starting to come his way. And it's just this face of like, oh, oh shit. shit. Yeah, like I'm screwed. Um, So then Scar, he runs back. He tells Mufasa like, I don't know what happened, but... It, Simba's it down there. <laughs> Simba's yeah. down there, and uh, somebody better save him. I'm not gonna save him though. But uh, yeah, fuck, I'm not, not my kid. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, not my kid. Uh, I'm it's your the, kid I'm the though. Half so our fun uncle. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Mufasa, he goes down there, tries to save him. He does save him. He doesn't try. He does he save does him. Save him. He but... does save him, but it's at a cost. Well, Zazu leaves him high and dry the first time. What the fuck is Zazu gonna do? He's a bird. <laughs> Dude, it's a fucking movie. He could, and it's a little kid. Fuck it. Zazu could pick that some bitch up, go up there. That wouldn't have made any Dude, sense, all, even all in a Zazu cartoon. Does, all Zazu does is. Dude, the Disney was floating a car down a fucking river. You wanna say you want to make it sense? <laughs> Listen, man, uh, I can suspend disbelief on the car floating down a river, but. The bird picking up a lion, even if it's only however many pounds, not gonna buy it. <laughs> not gonna buy it. So yeah, all right. Not in this so context. Get to there. At a cost. The cost being murder. Murder. Now I want to talk about this. So yeah, Scar. You know, is it Mufasa's? Dick? Yeah, he is. And Mufasa's trying to climb up, and then Scar's like, "Long live the king!" And he like just fucking lets him go. Off into the yeah, he claws him, lets him off into the stampede, and he dies. And then a second later, for whatever reason, the stampede completely, completely Magically gone, ends. <laughs> disappears. And it's, it's just Mufasa Simba laying there with a dead body. Yeah, Arr, yeah, and uh, and, shit. and Scar walks over there like nothing is wrong. It's like, dude, like it's you just let your gravy, baby. <laughs> you just let your fucking brother die, and it's just like at yeah. your hand. At your like, hand, yeah. You could have saved him. Yep, time to clock out. Yeah, like, and he's, and you know, this scene is devastating. Like on some real shit, this scene is fucking sad. On some real hell. shit. <laughs> on some real uh, shit. This obviously it, more sad for me as a child. I was just like, yeah, man, that motherfucker's dead. It was still sad for me. I'd still, I just right in the It's still real to me, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing is, with this scene, um, Scar, he turns to Simba, and he tells Simba, run, run as far away as you can. And my question is, 
why the hell didn't he just fucking kill his ass right there? My question is, where the fuck was the mom? I don't know. I don't or know where the mom was got either. Killed, and then the, your dick face uncle just was like, "Hey, man, get the fuck out of here." Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe there wasn't enough time to get the mom. Scar had to go get Mufasa. Maybe he was just hanging around, and and Mufasa maybe told the mom, "Hey, hang back." Maybe. Yeah. But my question yeah. is, why couldn't Scar kill Simba, and then just be like? Yep, they both died in the stampede. stampede. Got them both, yeah. The Lion I mean, King, Rain, easily like slap the shit out of her, slap of Simba right there, bang, yeah, boom, End done. End of movie. The Lion King, Reign of Scar, <laughs> at part two. <laughs> part two. There we go. And then, and then there's no million dollars right there. <laughs> and then it's over. Movie over. Bang. Uh See that you guys next week. Yeah. That doesn't happen, though. And Simba listens to his uncle again, even though he's been screwing up. three now. <laughs> and uh, he runs away uh, for Scar to finally take the throne because th- his brother is dead and his br- and his uh, nephew is dead. Well, the question <laughs> being, should have been dead, but just the his wife, the queen, taken over. Isn't that how it works in England? That's another great question. I don't know. Well, why the fuck is Scar the king now if he's still if there's still a queen there? I don't get like, that. He's the uncle, so wouldn't he be the duke? Yeah. And why the hell? So this is a question I have written down. Why the hell would Scar want to be king if he's just going to make the environment completely like desolate and miserable? Maybe because he's just a miserable person. I have a couple ways to answer this, but they'd all get edited out. So let's just go with what you said. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then Simba, he listens to his uncle again, like I had been saying. Oh, for three. Oh, for three. He runs away and he meets Timon and Pumbaa. Two cool guys. I wouldn't say that he meets Timon and Pumbaa. Timon and Pumbaa oh, yeah, find right. a lifeless Simba. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> there was a funny line during this exchange. Uh, where Simba goes, I don't want to talk about it. And Timon goes, good, we don't want to hear about it. We don't want to hear about it. Uh, we just met you. We do not have these kind of details. Yeah, we don't, wait. Yeah, we don't need to do this. And, uh, you know, Simba, he's got, he comes in with a lot of baggage. And he's got a lot of problems in his yeah, past he's a life. sad sack. Yeah. And Timon and Pim- Pumbaa are basically like, you know what? You just gotta let all that shit go, and then they hit the song. Living the living the now. Hakuna Matata. This Hakuna is a good song. Matata. Hakuna Matata. Um, I think it's a pretty good song. Uh, not my favorite of the movie. I like the motto though. I love the motto. I have. I know numerous people have it tattooed on them. Uh, my favorite part of the song is just with the when he was a young war. Dude, I have that written down. <laughs> It's funny. That's it's still funny. When I was a young warthog. <laughs> and then but, it like goes into a whole tangent. Right. The overall meaning behind the song is beautiful. Uh, I mean. Dude. Hey, guys. Nothing really matters in this life. Like, it's all good. <laughs> yeah. So I have written down 
I wish I could live my life by this phrase, but I fucking can't. Oh, that <laughs> because... sucks. I totally do. <laughs> you don't live it like they do in this movie. Yeah, These I'm guys are... bugs and trash and shit. <laughs> uh, I, but yeah, I, it means no worries for the rest of your day. I got worries all the fucking time about everything. It's like yeah. every day I'm waking up with worries. And, uh, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, like, is what it is. I'm dealing, doing a music movies podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I like the phrase. I like this scene. It's a fun scene. Uh, the end of the scene is is uh, funny where Simba is basically asking, like, do you got any antelope to eat or any? Nope. Nope. Also, my favorite go-to uh, gif on my keyboard on my iPhone is just Timon going, nope. Nope, nope. Yeah, that is a good one. That is a good one. Nope. Um, but so they're like, yeah, we don't have any of that, but we do have some bugs here that you can eat. Yeah. Here's a leaf full of trash. (laughs) Yeah. So here's something. I I don't know how much time passes throughout this song, but he grows into a full grown lion. It's his whole fucking life. That's how long it is. (laughs) Well, it's not his whole life because he ends up getting back to the thing. But dude, what let, his let's growing say he's life? Like six, yes, six, seven when he leaves after his dad gets murdered. And it's kind of his fault, but not really at the same time. Yeah, he's there for a long. He's there for a long time. It's got to be twenty years. Twenty? No way. Twenty? Twenty it's over ten? I'm gonna have to look that up. You think it takes a a lion ten years to grow that big? How long is the lifespan know, of a lion? Uh, I'm not a lion expert. I'm a cook. Well, we should have looked this up, I guess. A lion... Yeah, listen to this. A lion lifespan is 10 to 14 years. So... Wow, so it's actually... It's less than your average house cat. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Interesting. So, I didn't know that. yeah. So, so... Did you know? I'm a... Regardless, he's Eight he's there for. I'm not even going that far. I'm going to say maybe two years tops. He grows to a full size lion. And my problem with that is that how the hell they never had the talk. How the hell did he get that big, eating fucking bugs all day? Because if I was eating bugs all day, I'd be like skin and bones, man. This is a lion, and he's able to survive on bugs. That doesn't make any sense. That don't I mean, make any maybe sense. It's a shitload of bugs. Okay. Yeah, sure. Maybe he found some snakes maybe he or something. Just fucking loves bugs, and just like. Nom, 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 nom. I guess he learned to love them then, because in the beginning he's like, ugh. What? Well, Actually, he does eat one, and then he's like, eh, it's pretty good. Have you ever eaten bugs? No, I don't think I have. Have you? Oh, yeah, I've eaten I've eaten bugs. What what bugs have you eaten? I've eaten crickets. How are they? Delicious. Yeah? Okay. 
it's like super traditional in Mexican cuisine uh, is like fried crickets. Okay. And they put like, you know, uh, like, you know what that tahine is? No. It's like a lime chili seasoning. Okay. It's fucking delicious. It's good, huh? Until you pull like a leg out of your mouth, like it's pretty delicious. It All tastes right. like popcorn a little bit. Where can I get that? I probably can't, like, could I get you that anywhere get in Delaware? Where, not, not where you live, no. 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 Not unless there's a super Hispanic market that might live around, maybe around you, but I don't know if there is. Okay. Yeah. But if you not. do get the chance, they are delicious. Okay. Well, <clears throat> after that scene, he's a full-grown lion, regardless of what he's eating. He's looking up at the stars with Timon and Pumbaa, kind of like he was with Mufasa. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he says to them the line that Mufasa gave him. He goes, "Great, the great kings of the past are up there looking over us. And they both basically laugh at him. I felt bad for Simba there because they were like, man, that's the most ridiculous thing I ever heard. I'm like, ugh. Well, that's something nice that his dad said to him to keep him comfortable, to comfort him. And then, I mean, they didn't know. They didn't know, so I can't blame them. But, right, they didn't know. Yeah. Because they told them the first thing, they go, I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. Fuck you yeah. and your past. Uh, <laughs> fuck you and your past. Yeah, that's true. Um, so Simba looks super sad, and uh, that music that I was talking about earlier starts playing again. And he's basically like, like what, what, like, what the hell is going on here, you know? Um, and that's when... When he lays da- he lays down on this uh this rock or like mountain type thing, and Ruf- Rafiki catches his scent in the air and figures out that he's alive, like a fucking crazy person. He's a wizard, Rafiki is. I I mean I don't know how he does it, but okay, let's. And uh, does he tell Nala about this, Rafiki? We never see no, this in the Nala movie. Nala literally comes out of nowhere. Well, yeah, she comes it, out well, of nowhere. She comes out and says that like, she left the pride because to it's go a hunt f- for food because it's a shithole. It's a fucking mess. Yeah, and uh, uh, and then like I, I mean, this is also I guess there's a little scene where um, Simba goes missing, so like Timon and Pumbaa are kind of like on their own. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, for yeah, a little yeah. bit, and then that's when they get hunted by Nala. And then Simba comes out. Yeah. And goes, oh, I know. Oh, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And uh, so everybody figures out who everybody is. And Simone and Pumbaa, they basically get pissed that their boy is about to get taken away from them. Yep. As anyone would be. Yeah, because <laughs> because Simba's chick is back into the fold. Um, his bitch back. And uh. So this is when they start flirting and everything, and uh, Can You Feel the Love Tonight plays. And as I said earlier, they wanted Timon and Pumbaa singing the entire song, which wouldn't have worked at all I'm in this so scene. I'm so glad they didn't do yeah, that. Yeah, that would have been awful. Um, like, Think about like the 21 and 22-year-olds in 1994 that definitely played this in the bedroom. <laughs> and Timon and Pumbaa singing it. <laughs> Yeah, on the soundtrack, all the Dude, way through. You don't think and there were some motherfuckers <laughs> in 1994 slamming it to 
the Lion King soundtrack. <laughs> oh, it happened. It yeah, yeah. It it, it happened. happened, and and it happened with Nala and Simba in this scene, probably too. Wait, Just so off would screen. you would you call? Can you feel the love night an absolute panty dropper? <laughs> I I don't know if I uh, quantify songs that way or not, but I I don't. Would you? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I Is that what you're putting more... on in the bedroom? No, literally <laughs> never. <laughs> Definitely not if Timon and Pumbaa are singing it Definitely, all the way through. Especially not if Timon and Pumbaa are singing it. <laughs> no. But I could see some guys in 1994 doing it. Oh, okay. 1994? Yeah, it's working. 100%. 1994? Yeah. How do you feel about it? 1994, absolute pain. Yeah. Uh, it's a really good Officially song. Officially by Music Movies Podcast. <laughs> it's um, it's a really good song. Uh, it still holds up, and uh, not in the bedroom though, fellas. Knock it off. Would I put this? I it's uh, it's either it's probably my fourth favorite song in this movie, maybe three or four. I'd I'll put read prepared I mean, over. Fine. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean. It, it the song plays a very nice turning point in the movie. Yes, so th- it like, fits this is the mood. The, the plot and the song fit perfectly. Yes, yeah. Um. So then after that, they basically have a fight. Nala and Simba. She's like, "Hey, you know, you're the king now, and you fucking bailed." And yep. he's like. I can't go back there, Hakuna Matata. You know, I don't, I don't give a shit anymore. Yeah, he you know? spits in the face of his people is what he yeah. does. and uh, which is weird because he had the just can't wait to be king, and I was like, fuck being king. Yeah, <laughs> that that is true. He does do that. It's like, hey, I wanted to do this all the time, and now he's like, yeah, fuck that. I don't want to do that, even though I'm a full grown lion now and I'm over here probably... bugs i'm hanging out with a fucking meerkat and the warthog <laughs> my life's different my life's different now so she comes at him though with one of the most emasculating lines ever he goes grabs him right by he the go, balls yeah he go he goes you're sounding like my father and she goes at least one of us is i was Woo! like oh damn fucking got him <laughs> he's like you motherfucker. Like, when I heard that, I was like, oh, shit. Like, she basically challenged him there. That's when yeah, he stepped so back is... and was like, all right, I got to sit down and think about this. If she's, if she's telling me shit like that. time in the movie that he got called a little bitch. <laughs> it happens so a wait, lot. Can we, can we come to the conclusion that Simba is a little bitch? No. He does save the day. Because right, he yeah, comes yeah. back. Yeah, in we'll the end, we're getting there. <laughs> you know, he takes a beating throughout this movie. Until this point, though. It's Little bad. Bitch. It's bad. Well, bitch. Um, Rafiki finds him. And Simba, I guess. Somehow. By somehow. The way. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Rafiki shows up. Nala shows up. How they found. Fa- you know, whatever. He, it's a Rafiki Disney animated does classic. Like the kind of guy that, like. He just shows up places and things just work out for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does. Um, Must be fucking nice, but you know. <laughs> so, 
after that conversation with Nala, Rafiki shows up and he talks to him. And first Simba's like, who the hell are you? I guess he doesn't remember because he was super young at the time. I well, guess he Rafiki's was born, not. So he was, a, he was a newborn. What do your kids remember so far? Listen, I remember everything from when I was a newborn 177 years ago. But look, my, well, I mean, how big is uh, Pride Rock? I guess it's pretty big. Maybe Rafiki's not hanging out with the Lions on a regular basis. It doesn't seem know. like he's around Pride Rock at all. I mean, they paint the picture he lives in the middle of fucking nowhere doing <laughs> crazy person shit. He's a witch doctor. <laughs> that is true. Um, so, but he talks, he talks to Simba and he says like, hey, you need to talk to your father. And it, and he's like, dude, my father is dead. Like, what the that hell are you dead. talking about? And Rafiki is like, listen, uh, you're the king. Looking you need to get, yeah. Look at the water. Yeah, exactly. And then you can see he sees his reflection. It's very similar to his dad's. Um, and then all of a sudden, it is his dad's. His dad comes out of the. Cl- is it the clouds? He comes out of the clouds. Then, right? I would say the stars is where he comes out of. The stars, yeah. And he talks to him, and again that somber music is playing, and he's like, "Listen, man." You wanted to be king. You said it in your song. Yeah, you now sang is a the whole time. fucking banger about it. Yeah. Now is the time. And then uh, Simba goes, don't leave me. And Mufasa, he fucking, he Mufasa fucking, fucking leaves. leaves his ass again. Like, I'm up here in heaven, dude. It's straight up strange up in here. I gotta yeah, go. I gotta go. Um, I think it's Rafiki that says the great line, uh, the past. You can either run from it or learn from it. Yep. And Simba decides, you know what? I'm going to learn from it. I'm going to learn from it. And I'm going to beat For the down- first time in the movie, <laughs> I'm going to learn from my past mistakes. And beat down my uncle for all those shitty go. things that he's done to me. And my homeland. Beat this shit of my uncle. So the first thing he talks about, like he gets back and I mean, obviously he calls Simba's mom up and there's that whole scene. And then uh, Simba comes out and she, he smacks her and then Simba comes in. And the first thing Simba talks about is murder. Oh, yeah. Well, Simba comes up when he's on the ledge you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. First, he slaps at his mom because she goes, oh, there's no food. Yeah. And then she goes, well, it's your fault there's no food to Scar. Yeah. Slaps him. And then Simba lets out a big old roar. And then he goes, he hits Scar. And then he goes to his mom. He's like, hey, by the way, I'm still fucking alive. Yes. And then Scar and him start getting into it. Yep. And uh, he tells Simba that uh he killed mufasa he straight he up tells it's, him it's it's all simba's fault and you have to tell him so your people hear you that it's all simba's fault yeah yeah um and simba is kind of weary about it at first i wouldn't i wouldn't say he's as apprehensive as someone should be for somebody that- taking fault for killing your dad who was the king? Yeah. Yes. I agree. I agree. 
Um, but I guess there's still some sort of uncertainty because Simba was just so young at the time and didn't really know what the hell was going on. Mm-hmm. But Scar does finally come out and say it as he's about to kill Simba. He goes, I killed Mufasa. And then Simba jumps up. The exact same Yeah, way. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Simba jumps yeah, up that, and you says. You the same, the same look your father had Oh, my God. And then he jumps up on him. Simba jumps up on him. He goes, I also murderer. There's instant a lightning bolt and then instant fire. Oh, yeah. They got to throw it in there. Makes it look cool. I don't know. Got to make sure. Yeah, so then Scar does it. Simba comes up, kicks him in the face, calls him murderer. Again, yeah. the fourth and fifth time that this song, the word murder has been brought up in this movie. This is a kid's movie. There's a lot of murder going down, man. I don't know it's what like to tell you. CSI Miami in this goddamn movie. Uh, this is a pretty cool scene, though. Rafiki, he gets in there. He kicks some ass. Um, Ooh, uh, somehow knows Kung Fu. Yeah. Listen, man. Why not? Uh, they're all beating the shit out of each other and... It gets to the point where Simba has the upper Timon hand and, on Scar. Dude, Timon and Pumbaa get in the fight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good, man. It's pretty dark. I mean, dark in tone, but also dark literally in this staging of the scene, like you had said, where there's like fire and lightning bolts and shit like, topping. Out of nowhere. Happening. Yeah. Um. So Simba basically tells Scar... To run, kind of like Scar yep. told him in the past. Um, they have like a game of uh, slaps. I have written yep. down here. Pretty <laughs> much, like pretty much it happens. Yeah, and uh, in the end, Simba totally redeems himself, Dumb and Dumber style. Fucking kicks him like over the back of him, like somehow. Um. It's an awesome shot. It's an awesome scene. And I don't know how that wouldn't kill him on impact, but... uh, Yeah, like how it killed Mufasa. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, come on. But he falls, and the hyenas are pissed at him, so they end up fucking... Because he betrayed them. Yeah, he did. And they fucking end up eating his ass alive, basically. And that's a pretty gruesome scene. It's pretty much what happens. (laughs) It's not, I mean, the, the picture's painted, but there's no evidence of it. True. It's like a shadow for a yeah. split second. But you're right. You're right. It's a, yeah, man. It's, <laughs> it's, for like a kid to be watching this movie, it's like pretty, pretty uh, gruesome. it's pretty gruesome. It is pretty gruesome. Yeah. Um, and then you know, there's the, uh, the, uh, the new pride rock. He lets a big old roar out like Katy Perry. And uh, sure. <laughs> straight up, then he just shows the entire animal kingdom that he got his fuck on. Shows a brand new. Little oh, at little the very cup. end, yeah. Yep. Do you know what the name of this kid is at the end? Bastard child number one. <laughs> is it now? Not why that? would he be a bastard child? I don't or know. She. Why not? Maybe he's a little piece of shit like Simba was. He, the first he, he or she? I don't know if it's a he or she. It could have been. Doesn't, well, doesn't clarify. Doesn't clarify. Well, yeah, I don't know the name of this kid, but that's the end of The Lion King. 
It is a cool it, movie. It's still here. It stands it's up. a whack ending. Too quick or what? I, it's a little too quick of a turnaround. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, all of a sudden, uh, Scar somehow might die. And then all the problems are solved. Even though the land is still dry, there was a fucking fire. There's still hyenas probably everywhere. Maybe those hyenas fall in line when... Because I feel like maybe they just followed whichever lion was in charge at the time. Well, I guess they did follow Scar, who wasn't in charge. Maybe Simba, yeah. like, promises them something. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't go fuck himself, man. Who knows? Maybe. Either way, the kingdom is saved, and Simba is the Lion King. And a movie. Yes. That's it. Great movie. Um, there were some sequels after, straight to VHS. Didn't see any of them. Not gonna see any of them. It's like, the story has been told. And I haven't seen the remake either, but we're gonna probably have to break that one down too and maybe do a little comparison at some point. Um, a little, little fun fact is uh, Hans Zimmer was the composer okay on this movie uh you might know him from his works with almost every christopher nolan movie yeah he's a big time uh composer for sure but so let's get to it ben what do you say well yeah before we get to the questions gonna take a quick commercial break all right welcome back let's get to the questions that I have about this Let's one. Let's go. Um, is this your favorite Disney animated movie? Uh, when I was growing up, yeah, for sure. But now, no. Do you want to spoil what it is, or do you want to save that for it in case uh, we talk about? I mean, dude, Toy Story is phenomenal. All that's not an that's not a Disney animated classic though. That's a Pixar movie. It's a Disney movie, but it's, it's a technic technicality. Uh, if you want to do Toy Story is all, listen, I'm putting Toy Story above this movie as well, but I'm talking right, hand drawn so, animated. And, oh, hand drawn? Yeah, I mean, I would go with Lion King then. I mean, I'm okay. not gonna I'm not gonna go out of my way to watch it. Uh, even if it was on, I probably wouldn't watch it. Okay. Um. But like, if I was with my one of my nieces or nephews or you know one of your kids, if they wanted to watch it, yeah, throw that shit on, man. Let's do it. It's in my top five. Um, probably. I, just, I don't. I don't have the lifestyle where I'd watch Disney movies. You know, I'm gotcha. Just, I don't have any kids or anything in that shit. That's fair. I am probably putting it behind Aladdin. But it's up there. Wait, is Goofy Movie above Aladdin and Lion King for you? No, I would there put is. Aladdin. There's the truth. I would probably put Aladdin it. before a Goofy Movie, but a Goofy Movie before Lion King. Shut the fuck up. It. Listen, man. If I'm listening to, all right. Like the three, the top three songs 
in a goofy movie versus the top three songs in Lion King. I'd rather listen to the top three songs in a goofy movie. There's like only three songs in the goofy. We talked about There's this. There's more than three. You just don't want to accept it for whatever reason. There's Lion like King is better good movie. It might be a better movie, but in terms of personal preference, I might rather put on a goofy movie just because Lion King, The Lion King, it's uh, it's depressing in a lot of parts for me, man. It's a it's great kind of a, fucking movie, though. It's also I, kind of a very dark movie. It's dark, man. It's super dark. Goofy movie ends on a super high note where it's like, we're at a concert. I just lied my way through everything. Yeah, lying gets you chicks. Like, yeah, yeah. This one, it's like murder, 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 murder. and I'm the Lion King, <laughs> and I killed my also, uncle. Like, what were they thinking? Like, saying uh, the whole murder plot. Like, this is a kids' movie. This is a goddamn true crime movie. At you this could point. get away with a lot in 1994. <laughs> in Preach. Terms of movie. Yeah. Preach. Um. Okay, so, main question, though. Does the movie make the music, or does the music make the movie? What do you got for me? I think it's tough to say, but I do think that the movie makes the music because all of these songs were written for the movie. Elton, I mean, Elton John, oh, he didn't write it, but his people might have, might have written Can You Feel the Love Tonight, but, like, just Can't Wait to Be King was written for the movie. Circle Life was not written for the movie. It just happened to come about, so. So wait, then you're saying the music makes the movie. I think I'm actually, now that I said that, those yeah. two, a couple things, I'm thinking the music makes the movie and that my childhood love for this movie is messing with me. But <laughs> on, on technical mm. terms, I think the music makes the movie. I think that you are right. I think oh, that the music is... here we go. We got it. The, the, I think the music does... It It fits this movie perfectly. Every scene is just spot on for what they're trying to accomplish, I feel. Whether it is the musical aspect or whether it's the composed music in the background. I feel like the music really... Um, takes this movie to another level. It kind of elevates it. And uh, yeah, I think the music makes the movie. I mean, I guess the movie could stand on its own without the music, but I don't know, Fair man. Fair point. You, you associate this movie with the music for sure. I mean, you think of The Lion King how are you not thinking like Hakuna Matata or I just can't right. wait to be king? Like right you away. Sure as shit there with the murder in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm not thinking I'm not thinking of that. Are you saying you are thinking of that or are you I'm not, not? No, I'm not no, saying, yeah. I'm, saying, I'm saying when people think Lanking, they don't think about how Simba's a little bitch. Yeah. How Scar's a dickhead. How there's a thinking bunch about of the good the you're movie. thinking about the fun times with the music. I'm just a young mort ho Yeah. Exactly. With that said, what do you score the movie? 
I want to score it. I want to give it two scores. I'll tell you what. I want to give it my childhood score, which would be an A. I love this movie growing up. Uh, 30-year-old Drew. Again, I mean, I was watching it today. It was good. It wasn't as good as I thought it was when I was a little kid. I still obviously had memories. I thought it was great. I'll give it about a B flat nowadays. Fair score. It goes with the 93% that they still give on Rotten Tomatoes. Sure, sure. It's just, it's a little outdated. And like, I mean, outdated. Uh, when you're, okay. when you're, I mean, dude, how many times did you see when you were a kid? At least 50 <laughs> times like in two months? Yeah, but if, if I put it on for my kid now, he might, he might love it. I don't know. Yeah, I, and then you and you and him would have that awesome moment, and that's yeah. incredible. You're talking about the two different scores, though. Okay, but as someone who has no kids and will never have kids, uh, movie's just okay. Okay, I'm gonna say I won't. I won't have that connection that you will eventually have. Okay, I watched it as a casual watcher. I'm gonna say the movie is. What am I gonna say? Guys, I wish you could see how Ben he looks I'm like, thinking about like, it. The, like the toughest of his life is what he's making right now. He's got his hands behind his head. Yeah. He's thinking about it. I'm giving this movie a solid A. Solid because two it's, times in a row. I know. Solid I, a. Listen, I pick the movies and I usually pick ones I like. So this it's is another, very true. <laughs> it's an A for me. I really like the music. I really like the storyline. It's not something that I'm putting on all the time just because of, as we've stated, it's a pretty dark fucking movie in a lot of aspects. But and you don't really you don't realize until now. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Um, but keep on like when you watch it, like your kids won't realize that only you do. Yeah, that is true. That is and true. You, are you gonna are you gonna shelter your kids from the Lion King? Nope. Yeah, they. You won't. I won't show. Wait, I won't show them what. You won't shelter your kids from. Oh no, 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 no! no I won't shelter. Yeah. No, 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 no. Um, they they're gonna watch it, and uh, yeah, solid A movie, I think. Um, but yeah, there you have it. There's our little breakdown of the musical of the month, The Lion King. Do you got any closing thoughts? I really don't. Um. I mean, my only thing is I just didn't think it was as good as the first 20 times I saw this movie. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. What do you got? Um, no. I pretty much said my piece. I still love the movie. I still think it holds up. And, uh, yeah. Um, if you guys have been enjoying the podcast, make sure to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and check us out on musicmoviespod.com for all updates.